Thanks so much for joining us here on the Rivers Church Podcast. We see a church full of passionate people who reach the unchurched with the gospel of Jesus. Our heart is to equip people to love, live, and lead in God's kingdom. We hope you enjoy today's message and pray that it encourages you to be all that God has destined you to be. If you need anything, please feel free to reach out to us and check us out on our website at riverschurch.co. That's riverschurch.co. Today we're going to be hanging out in Luke chapter 1. We're basically going to end up reading the entire thing, so get comfortable. Uh, I thought about making Tyrone read the whole thing because his favorite thing to do is to give me about 47 verses to read. So I thought 75 would be good to get him with, but I decided to be a little kind. How are we doing today? It's Christmas season, y'all. I don't know about you guys. In fact, I'm sure I know. The truth, the truth is this, I think I put my tree up earlier than anybody else in this room. My tree, tree went up two weeks before Halloween. Two, two weeks before Halloween. Tyron and Amy are over here like, oh, Thanksgiving has to happen first. And Autumn is over here just jealous. She's like, I want it now. Put that, put that tree up. Uh, I, don't I don't know about you all. all. I'm not from Arizona. I'm from Seattle. And in Seattle, it gets cold. Like fast. Yeah, right, right now, now if, if anybody has it on the phone, phone, I bet one, one of these Washingtonians can tell me right now. It's like, like 30 degrees right now. Just, just cold. cold. And, 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 and here, I'm fine. I'm doing, I'm doing good, good, but it doesn't feel like Christmas season. Naturally, naturally right? right? I, don't I don't just like, like wake up. up. Yesterday, yesterday, I was in Sedona. It felt like Christmas season, let me tell you. But it doesn't naturally feel like Christmas season. You kind of have to force yourself into it a little, right? You got to tell yourself, like, yo, it is time for Christmas. Anybody else agree? Anybody, Anybody gonna, like force, force it? it start, start listening to Christmas music way early. Autumn does it in July. Uh, so, so, you know, you just got to get into it. it. But, but I want to encourage us all this year. year I, don't, I, don't I don't know about you all, but I, uh, I grew up going to church and hearing the same portions of scripture read every December. And it was like, cool, it's Christmas time. Cool, baby Jesus, what up, right? Also, my birthday is Christmas Day. So selfishly, I'm like, I've heard, heard this story before. before. What, about what about me? You know, you know? Uh, I, I honestly think I was born Christmas Day because I'm naturally so selfish, and that, that the Lord had to just put me down an egg. You know, like come on, just put me down a peg. So I want, I want to encourage you all as we go into this Christmas season. Let's look at it differently. Let's not look at it as like sweet. Let's put up a tree. Let's start playing Elf, right? Which there's no way that movie is 30 years old. 20. Thank you. Tara said 30, and I was like. I would, I would be one, one years old when that movie came out. out. I, remember I remember it coming out. So, so sorry, sorry to correct, correct you. Um, the, Holy the Holy Spirit, Spirit has grace for you. Um, no, no, but like, like instead, instead of just getting into that, that like let's truly get into Jesus this year. Like, like let's, let's let's look at His words. Let's look at Scripture from, from a new lens, lens and let that lens be the Holy Spirit this season. I, I, I truly struggle with, with this often. often. If, if I'm, I'm just honest, I can get, get so into like, it's just December and it's trees and it's beautiful and I want to drive around, around and, and look at lights and, and I can forget what the season is about. And, and I can see all the Jesus is the reason for the season signs and like, yeah, that guy's a Christian. I love that house. But I don't actually pause and give that moment to the Lord. So I just want to encourage you for this entire season, not just while I'm preaching, but this entire season, let's take a moment and let's truly, truly observe Jesus this year. Let's observe why he came. 
Let's, Let's observe, observe the, 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 the things that were checked off, the, the boxes that were checked off in Jesus' coming, coming, that we knew the prophecies that were foretold about him. him. I was reading in, in, uh, in Isaiah recently, and I'm like reading these, uh, these, these prophecies about Jesus, and my mind is just blown at how much I know about Jesus' life, about how little I often know about what was foretold about him, and how important it is that God has been writing a story from day one that, that he, let, let, he, he still created us, us knowing we were, we were going to turn our backs, backs on him. He, he still, still chose to create us, but he wrote into his own story a way, a way to redeem us back to him. And that's, and that's what the season is about. This is the, the, the glorious coming of the, of the king who is going to come to redeem us back to himself. To himself. Amen? I think, I think, I think we, we need to remember that this year. So, so, if you, if you can, can turn, turn to Luke for me, Tyler already, already read uh, kind, of kind of the beginning here, but Luke chapter 1, it's, it's so interesting to me when you look at the, 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 the pregnancy that involves John the Baptist. We're going to be talking a lot about a couple of pregnant ladies today. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but pregnant ladies are great. Uh, I saw this lady yesterday. Uh, we were up at Adam and uh, Jennifer Burks' wedding yesterday. What, what? And, and I, was, I had no, no idea where this wedding was taking place. place. And we're in Sedona just trying to figure it out. Where's, Where's this going? going? And, and I'm wandering, wandering through the bushes and the trees. And, and, trees and I tell the family, like, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to figure, figure it out because we have no idea where we are. And, and uh, we, we get, get to this, like, nice opening and there's this creek. And there was this pregnancy shoot happening. And there's this couple. And I have these flowers, man, because my wife was the florist. So I'm holding the flowers. And everyone's like, oh, they're going to bring these flowers to this pregnant couple over there. Nope. I didn't, I didn't know them, know them. Uh, but, but it was just this beautiful moment. moment. You see, like, the water coming here, the way the, way the sun is coming through the trees, and, and like, boom, big, big pregnant lady, lady like, ready, ready to pop. And it was, it was just this glorious moment. moment. Like, they're, they're taking, taking photos, photos, spending hundreds of dollars to capture this, this moment. And here, and here we are, we, we get a couple of cool pregnancies here, and I want to look with that lens, like, that focus, that, like, wow, the Lord is doing something in this moment. So, so as, as we, we look at uh, John, John the Baptist uh, being uh, conceived, we have this very interesting situation. We have uh, a, a priest named Zachariah and his wife Elizabeth. And Zachariah, I, what I find so interesting about Zachariah here is that Zachariah is in the presence of God. He, he, he's not just like, like sitting, sitting at home making, making cookies, right? Right. Which, which I don't, I don't think, think he would have done at that time anyway. anyway. But, but he's not, he's not just, just sitting at home making cookies. He's, he's not just at the house like whittling sticks, right? right? He, he is where? where? He's, he's in the presence of God. He is choosing to physically be in the, in the presence of God, God. But also the scripture here says that he followed uh, the Lord's duty, uh, the Lord's orders, that he carefully obeyed the Lord's commands and regulations. So he was physically in the presence of God. He was physically in a position to hear from the Lord. But also in his heart, he, he was, was in a position to hear from the Lord. Lord. That he, he was living his life in a righteous way that he could hear from the Lord. And, and even in, in that moment, he chooses not to believe. Even, even in, in that, that moment, he's like, hold on, hold on. My wife is old. My wife is old. I don't know about you all. So my wife and I, we do not have biological kids. We have one daughter that we adopted. What, what? But we do not have biological kids. And it's easy sometimes to go, it's just, it's just never, never going to happen, happen. Right? right? Like, like we've, we've been, been married for seven years. years. We've been, been trying for basically, basically that whole time. time. And we don't, we don't have any biological kids. kids. It's just, just not, not going to happen. happen. My wife was like, yes, good. Don't want to happen. I don't want to go through that pain. But I'm like, it's easy to just typically just go, okay, it's just not going to happen. And that's me after seven years. 
Now, now imagine, imagine being, being an, an old man, man having, having some beautiful, beautiful John, John Mark hair. hair. You're, you're not an old man, man but, but I love your hair. hair. And, uh, and you're, 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 you're in, in this position, position and you're like, okay, okay you're, you're an awesome angel. angel. You, just you just popped, popped up, up in here. here. Boom. Glory. But, but no. Like, like from, from my circumstance, circumstance from, what from what I've seen, seen even though I love the Lord, even though I'm in a position to hear from the Lord, no. No. Because, because I, I haven't seen, seen it happen in my life. life. We've, We've been, been doing, doing this for years, years and, and nothing, nothing has come, come of it. And so, and so what, what the Lord does uh, is he sends the angels to say, hey, your wife is going to get pregnant. pregnant. And, then and then what we see is that Elizabeth then does become pregnant to a, a mute man. man. She's, She's got, got a husband who came to talk to her. I don't know about y'all, but if I'm not talking to my wife, we're not going to have a baby. Is that, is that weird, weird to, to say? say? All, All I'm, I'm saying, saying is, is he's mute because he chooses, even in the, in the right position to hear from the Lord, he chooses not to trust the Lord. And so, and so he, he becomes, becomes mute. mute. Then he, he goes, they conceive a child, and there's, there's these beautiful words that we, that we hear from, from Elizabeth. She, she says, how kind is the Lord? She, she exclaimed, he has, he has taken away my disgrace of having no children. I know, I know we, we live in a different age where uh, women have, have way more purpose than just being child bearers now. Thank, thank God. God. Right? Uh, but but in, in, this, in this day and age, that's, that's her purpose. purpose. That's, that's why she would have existed, essentially. That's, that's why Zachariah would have married, married her. I want to marry you because you're kind of cute and I want you to have my babies. Like That's it. He's not like, and I want you to have a great career where we can work alongside each other and take down corporate America. Right? That's not happening here. She has one purpose. Her entire life is built around one thing. And that is to have a child. And specifically to have a boy. Like, so if she could just give birth to a woman, we could still be in this situation. Right? But here she is as an old woman and she gets to look upon God and say, he has taken away my disgrace of having no children. We see because this couple stayed right with God who took away the disgrace. Even their physical disgrace. What we know from Christmas is that Jesus comes to take away the disgrace of our sin. He comes, he comes to, to take away what we have done that prevents us from being one with him. him. But what we see in this story is that he also cares about the physical disgrace. Elizabeth would have walked around every day seeing children knowing that she never did that. And the Lord takes away the disgrace. I think that's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. So just, so just my couple of notes here. Uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a note taker, you're a world changer. So take some notes, all right? So, so one, Zachariah was in the position to hear from the Lord, both of his life, by living favorably, and physically, by being in the temple. Two, we, we see that God is using two old people and an unborn child to fulfill his purpose. Some old people and some not born people. And everything in between. What does, what does that, that mean? That means that we don't, don't have an excuse. Right, right here, before Jesus even is coming onto the scene, like, like we're getting right there, we're about, about to get, get, we're about to start talking about Jesus. Before he even comes onto the scene, God, God is saying, hey, I'm going to use you. Be it if, if you're, you're not born yet, yet or, you're or you're too old, I'm going to use you. So if you're in this room and you are breathing, guess what? You're on a mission from God. And he can use you and, and his, his Holy, Holy Spirit can fill you and send you on mission, mission. Right, right now. Right, right now. now. In, In fact, fact, if that's you, stop listening to me and just pray. 
because, because it'll, it'll be way better for you to have an encouraging moment, moment with Jesus himself, with the Holy Spirit, than listening to me talk. So, so I give, give you permission to cut, cut me out and just, just hang out with the Holy Spirit. Spirit. If you're thinking, man, I'm, I'm kind of old and I haven't been living anything, I haven't been doing any of that, like, just, just give it to the Lord right now where you're sitting because he wants to use you. Zachariah decides not to believe in the angel, yet God still uses him. John, John isn't, isn't even born, born yet, yet, and God, God still, still uses him. So, so write this down. down. We, we are, are never in a position, position where God cannot use us. We are never in a position where God cannot use us. What, what I, will I will say is that, is that I do want to be in a position where I'm partnering with God when, when he uses me. We, we see, see that, that from Mary here in a moment where she's like, let, let it be, Lord. She, she chooses to partner with God. God. Zachariah says, no, this, this can't happen. And he is forced, forced to partner with God. God. I want to choose, choose to partner with God. God. Amen? All right, All right so, let's so let's continue reading here. here Luke, Luke chapter 1, one verse 26. 26. In the sixth, sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth. A village, a village in Galilee, to a virgin, virgin named Mary. Mary. She, she was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. She's a favored woman. That goes back to where she is living favorably, so she's in a position, just like her cousins. She's in a position for the Lord to use her. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary, Mary asked, asked the angel, but, but how can this be? I am, I am a virgin. Then the, the angel replied, the Holy Spirit, Spirit will come, come upon you and the power of the, the Most High will overshadow you. So, so, the baby, so, so the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you say, sorry, everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. I find a couple of things interesting here. Mary sees the angel, and the angel says you're going to become pregnant. And what, and what does, does Mary, Mary do? do? She, she questions, questions the, the angel. What, what did Zachariah do? He questioned the angel. Zachariah goes, goes mute. Mary, Mary gets, gets an explanation. An explanation. And, here's and here's what I think is interesting about this. I think, I think Mary, Mary gets an explanation for, for one very, very important reason. The, the angel is asking her to take shame upon herself for the rest of her life. The, the angel is telling you, you are a virgin, virgin and, the and the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and you're, you're going to give birth to the, to the Messiah. Messiah. You, a virgin, are going to be pregnant. 
And so, and so when Mary, Mary is in, in this moment, moment she, she has, has to accept that she will live in shame for the rest of her life. If you, if you think, think it's bad, bad now, now to be, to be a, a pregnant single woman, woman, you should, should have seen, seen it then. <laughs> like, there, there is unbelievable amounts, amounts of shame. She's, She's about, about to almost lose her fiance before, before the angel has to come and set him straight to, right? And, and now, now for the rest, rest of her life, people are going to look at her with shame and look at Jesus with shame, shame in that, that direction. direction. She, she has, has to bear, bear this forever. forever. And so, and so what we see in this, this moment is that God sends his angel and removes the shame of one woman, woman but, he but he puts shame on another. And Mary, and Mary takes it. She, she deserves an explanation. She doesn't, she doesn't deserve a punishment for not trusting this angel. She deserves, deserves an explanation. And God, and God gives, gives it to her because she has favor with God. And he knows, I'm not just asking you to have a baby. I'm, I'm asking, asking you to deal, deal with the fact that everyone is going to look at you this way. In fact, I think, I think that's why Jesus had to be born in a manger away from people. Because of the shame of her not having conceived that child after being married. There's, there's so much shame around this moment. And so, and so she gets... A blessing from the angel that he says to her, this is what's, what's going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. She gets basically every detail. And, he, and her response is this, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel leaves her. It's, it was very interesting to me when reading this, where this guy said that Zachariah does get punished, but Mary doesn't. Mary's heart is so right there. Has the, the Lord, Lord ever, ever come, come to you with something, something you're like, I don't want to do that? that. I'm, I'm going to look weird. I would, I would rather look weird than look, I don't know, unmarried, unmarried pregnant women weird. I'm just, just saying. Like, like what, what Mary is going, going through here is a lot worse than, than me stepping, stepping out of my comfort zone and talking to the dude at the gas station. I'm just saying, right? And so, but I found myself in this many times where I'm just like, ah, but Lord, like, I don't want to look like one of those weird people. You ever, you ever had that thought? thought? Like, like, yes, Jesus, like, but, but if they, they come, come up to me and talk, talk to me, then I'll bring, bring you up. But they, they have, have to come, come here first because I don't want to be one of those weird guys. guys. Right? right? Am I the only one? one? I don't I think, think I'm the other one because we all suck. Okay? okay? So, so we're, we're in this position and Mary is saying, yes, let it be. She's staring this angel in the face. And let me tell you something. We have something greater than that angel standing in front of her face. We have, we have the, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit inside, inside of us. But we, but we, but we keep, keep waiting for some big sign or some big wonder to happen in front of our face to tell, to tell us to do something. When the, the Holy Spirit, Spirit inside of us, the same Holy Spirit we're talking about here in just a moment, the same Holy Spirit that was in Jesus is in us. And we're waiting for some external thing to happen to tell us to do something crazy. I had this moment. Um, when, when I was a kid, kid I uh, was probably like the first church, church retreat I ever went to. Anybody, 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 anybody grow up in church, church, going to church retreats? Anybody? Okay, okay, a couple, couple of you, right? So, so I, uh, she's like, I'm a PKO. PKO. Um, so <laughs> I uh, grew up when I was nine years old, my mom brought me to church for the first time. My mom stopped going to church and I started walking myself to church because there was men there. That was the biggest thing. I don't have a dad at home. I was, I was like, there's strong, strong men here. I'm, I'm going to be there, there because these guys are teaching me stuff. stuff. So, so I start going, going to church. I keep going to church. I start finding value in that. Um, I start going to church retreats. And like one of my first church retreats ever, this guy is preaching, and he calls me out. Clear as day, he's like, you. 
you're, you're called to ministry. ministry. Like, like moves, moves on. on. But next, next year, year guys, guys that they're talking, he looks over by me, points, points to my best friend. friend. He goes, you, you're called, called to ministry. ministry. Awesome. Next, next year, you look, look, guy, guy looks, looks at me, you're, you're called, called to ministry. ministry. Like, what? Next year, points to my buddy. So we're like, yo, we're highly favored. Like, look at all this attention that we're getting. Like, we're called. We're, we're called. called. But what, but what, that, what that, that did to me was that, that I grew up expecting that in order for me to be following my calling, there, there had to be some man calling it out, it out to me. There had, there had to be somebody taking time from the stage to look at me in a group of 100 people and say, you are called. When he, he could have called out anybody else, but he calls out me or calls out my buddy. And I'm like, you know, we're osmosis, right? Like, I'll take the love from him too. And so, and so I was, I was in, in this moment of just, just even as, as an adult, adult even as, 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 uh, as, uh, as early as six, six weeks ago, feeling like, man, Lord, Lord if you just would call me out from the stage one more time, time then, then, then I'll know I'm doing, doing the right, right thing. thing. Then, then I'll know I'm called. called. And so, and so we, we uh, the youth, we all, we all went to a youth convention just a couple weeks ago. And I got the opportunity, I'm up there holding the bag for our Speed the Light offering. So I'm holding this bag for offering. And the guy's preaching, and I loosely know the preacher. And while I'm standing up there, he comes, he puts his hand on my shoulder, and I'm like, now's the time. Like I'm going to get called. He's going to stop praying over the offering. He's going to stop praying for the people in Africa that we're raising money for. He's going to call me out. And I'm going to know I'm called to ministry. So, so he, he has, has his hand, hand on me, he just, he just keeps, keeps going, he just keeps going, he keeps going, and his, and his hand, hand comes off, off and he just keeps going. going. Like, okay, 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 no problem. problem. So, so then, time, time comes, we all kind of turn, and I'm facing him, I'm like, where Griffin is, basically, there's a massive stage, and I'm looking at the guy, and he's looking at me, I'm like, he's going to say something. Now's the time, now's the time. And he looks at me, and he just keeps going. And I had this moment where I just sat there, and I was looking, and I just said, Jesus, why do I need a man? When, when I, I have, have your Holy Spirit, Spirit telling, telling me I'm called. called. I, don't I don't need this, this man to stop preaching to the youth students, students which, which is why, why I'm here. here. <laughs> right? I'm not here for Tony. I, need I, need this, I don't need this man to pause everything to call me out. I have you who lives inside of me. You are more than enough. In fact, you are greater than any word that could come from that man's mouth. You live here in me. I don't need that. And so here we are. Waiting, waiting for this, like this, this is this, this is just, just me. Recently, going through, through this moment where I'm waiting for a man or an angel to arrive and appear and change my life. The Holy Spirit did that. The Holy Spirit changed my life when He entered into me, and I could have community with Him daily. I could have community with Him moment to moment. When Paul says pray without ceasing, he doesn't mean hide in your bedroom and never stop praying and let your bills. Go, go over, over and then you don't have a place, place and then you need to sleep on the ground and just pray. pray. Right? right? Like, that's, that's not what he means. means. What he means is to have constant communal relationship with God where you never stop. Where you, where you never, never stop. stop. That, was that was all free. free. Not, not even in my notes. notes. <clears throat> all right. So, so <laughs> uh, what, what, what I think is, uh, going, going back to the shame thing, Zachariah gets this punishment because the Lord is removing shame for that pregnancy. That, that first, first pregnancy removes the shame. Does this other, other pregnancy bring shame upon them? them right? right? And, and so, so what we see here is that, that there, there is a... Uh, that the, the Lord, Lord is going to move, period. And, and we just have to be willing to let, to let him move in a situation where it's going, going to remove shame for us. And we, and we have to be willing to move in a situation where it might put shame on us. 
It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. We, we have, have to be willing to let the Lord move. The, the Lord will, will use both the shame of a situation, situation you're in, and he will use the removal of your shame for, for his glory. glory. He, will he will use it all. It all. I, I could just sit there for all day, day but, but I don't have time, time for that. So, so let's move on. So, so uh, what, what, I, what, I, what I just am so blown away, away by continually is that Mary is saying yes, not just to bearing Jesus and like having this intimate relationship. Who could have, besides God himself, have a more intimate relationship with the Christ besides Mary? Yeah, yeah, she, she chooses, chooses, yes, I'll, I'll take, take that, that, even if it means this other shame comes upon me. All right, All right so, so Luke, Luke back, back to Luke, Luke here, here, verse 39. A few, a few days, days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She, she entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leapt within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Isn't it interesting? interesting? She's, she's not, not just blessed because currently she's pregnant. She's, she's blessed because she believed that, that the Lord, Lord would do what he said. She, she wasn't blessed because she had physical evidence of it. She, she was blessed because she believed. We don't, we don't need physical evidence. evidence. The, the Holy, Holy Spirit jumps in Elizabeth's belly and it shows us this. The Holy, the Holy Spirit, Spirit again is for the young and the old. The old. We, we see the Holy Spirit in an unborn child, is to say, oh, the Holy Spirit was for back then. Those gifts, that weird stuff, that was for that was for way back then when it was like normal to be abnormal. But now, it's not normal to be abnormal, and people look at us weird. And so, no. Like we have the audacity to do that when God is putting His Holy Spirit in an unborn child. I want, I want to have, have the faithfulness, faithfulness to believe in what, what God said and allow, and allow his Holy Spirit to move in me. I think, I think it's, it's, it's interesting. Jesus didn't come. We don't, we don't read in here that, that Jesus is coming, coming at all so that, so that we can have, have an awesome holiday. holiday. I, love I love Christmas. Christmas. Y'all, I should have brought, brought a picture of my office. office. I'm, I'm going to make Tyrone share next week or something. My office is decked out, okay? My office is like... People, People are like, like Tony, Tony, we're not, we're not even, even at Thanksgiving yet. And I'm like, but I won't have time when Christmas starts. I'm decorating it now. People, People are wanting me to dress up as Santa Claus so they can come take photos. photos. Like, I got the whole fireplace. It looks, it looks like there's, there's like wrapping paper, paper everywhere. everywhere. Like, I'm, I'm decked, decked out. out. I love Christmas. Can I love Jesus more? Like, can I love Jesus in this season more? Can I allow him to actually use me with my family members when we get together on Christmas to love them well instead of starting arguments? Can I be honest? And there, and there was, was so, so much, much peace at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm with my in-laws. So, so much peace. peace. Oh, my, my in-laws are great. They, they all love Jesus. Jesus and, and it's, it's such, such a good time to sit around there, talk about what we're thankful for. 
and just, and just say, say, let's look, look at what the Lord is doing in my life. My, my father-in-law went around and said, I trusted the Lord, and then I met, I met your mother. mother. I trusted the Lord, and then you were born. I trusted the Lord, that you were born. I trusted the Lord, and then you showed up and married my daughter. I trusted the Lord, that you showed up and married my son. I trusted the Lord. Why would I not trust in the Lord? Like, like so, so beautiful. beautiful. But Christmas, Christmas I'm going to be with my family. family. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know if you guys, guys know what that's like. like. Uh, my, my family is, is like, we either are like, like as far left, left as you, as you could possibly, possibly go, or we're like, like QAnon, QAnon people. people. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? Like, like we, we are, we are the polar opposites, you know? And here I am, and I got to be like, you know? Jesus didn't die so I could just try to play nice and try to not start arguments, which I think is wise, right? We shouldn't start fights with our family. We should be like, all right, I'm going in here ready for battle. No, we should be in there ready for battle for our souls. We should be going in ready to battle for my my family who both of them are like, oh, yeah, we love Jesus. But they're way too wrapped up in the politics to actually do anything with their life to show that they love Jesus. They're way too wrapped up in doing good things as opposed, as opposed to letting Jesus, Jesus do something, something in their life. life. And, and so, so I am like, like I don't want to go to Christmas. I'm going to family's house. house. My, my mom's, mom's going to listen to this. She's, she's going to be upset. upset. But, but I'm just being honest, honest okay? Like, like the, the Lord didn't do this so we could have awkward family photos. He didn't do this so that we could have horrible times around the table. He did this so that we could be reconciled back to him. That's, That's why, why we're here. here. That's, That's why, why this Christmas, Christmas tree is, is the thing. thing. Because we, we are here to be reconciled back, back to Christ. Christ. And we're, we're celebrating that it happened. We're, we're celebrating that for thousands of years it was prophesied to happen, and then, and then it, it did. And, and for thousands of years now, we can tell that he's coming back. Because, because he reconciled us to himself. himself. Amen? Amen? We, we see this joy that happens in Elizabeth at the presence of the Messiah. Immediately, this joy jumps. It's so much joy that the Holy Spirit has to show up. Like, joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit, right? And he's like, I see all that joy, and it's got to cling on, and boom. We have a woman full of the Holy Spirit, and then we have a baby full of the Holy Spirit. What we don't have is a dad full of the Holy Spirit yet. He is the priest. He is the one going and contending before the Lord. He is the one where an angel comes down and talks to him, and he's not filled with the Holy Spirit yet. I'm just, I'm just saying, saying the baby, baby and the woman, woman were filled with the Holy Spirit, Spirit before the guy who had, who had the job title was filled with the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen? Amen? I'm just, I'm just saying, saying, I'm so, I'm so glad, glad we have women in ministry today. today. Let's, Let's go. go. Without, Without my wife, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here right now. Okay? <laughs> Let's just be real. Let's, Let's just be real. Okay? okay? So, so we, we often talk, talk about the Spirit's involvement after Jesus' ascension, right? That's, That's the, the big, big time, time that we, we were like, and then the Holy Spirit came. But what, what we also see in Scripture is the Holy Spirit going before the Messiah. The Holy, the Holy Spirit, Spirit comes before the actual incarnation happens. The Holy Spirit is here. And what this means to me is simple. We cannot neglect the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit paved the way. The Holy Spirit showed up. We cannot, we cannot neglect, neglect the Holy Spirit. Spirit. If, 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 if we, we come, come up here and, and we talk on this microphone and send you all home, but we, we don't give you the Holy Spirit, we've neglected something. We've, we've, we we have, have made this part, part of, of the Godhead, Godhead a lesser. We have, we have often made this part of the Godhead the weird thing. thing. You, you, you know, know what's weird? weird? Is we're more weirded out by a thing called the Holy Spirit 
than, than a, a virgin, virgin getting pregnant. pregnant. A, virgin a virgin getting pregnant, pregnant is pretty, pretty nuts. nuts. And, and we're, we're, we're like, like no, nah, it's, it's cool. cool. It, it happened. happened. It says, it says it right here. here. It, it happened. happened. Oh, but the Holy Spirit did the work. I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't I don't know about, about you all, but I want, want to be in constant community with, with the one who went before, before and paved the way, the way for the Messiah. Messiah that, that the Messiah himself said, I have to go, go so, so that you can have this gift. When, when I, I realized that, when I learned that, that Jesus was, was leaving to give me a gift, that, that he was saying, this is, this is the closest, closest thing possible, possible to, to already being at the, the bridal table with me later. Like, like you, you get this Holy Spirit, Spirit to come inside of you right, right now. It, it is, is a benefit, benefit that I go and prepare the future, future for you. And I, and I give you this gift. It is, it is a benefit, benefit for us, y'all. It is it a benefit. benefit. We do not neglect the Holy Spirit in our lives. So now, now what? This, this is, is kind of random, random but, but I'm going to tie it in. in. So, so I'm just going to throw, throw First Corinthians up here real quick. First Corinthians six seventeen. But the person who is joined to the Lord is, is one spirit with Him. When we, we allow the Holy Spirit to be a part of us. When we allow the Holy Spirit to be a part of what we say and do in our day to day. Then this scripture here says the person who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with Him. This, this season, we celebrate the incarnation of God. That's, That's what that is. is. is Jesus is not here on the planet, but is with the Father. And the Father says, all right, it's time. I'm sending you to come and to be incarnated into a man. You are going to go and humble yourself, go through the grossest thing ever of being born, and you, and you know, know what that's like because you've been watching it for thousands of years. You helped me create this process. process. You're going to come through and you're going to be physically here. We, we celebrate that incarnation of Jesus. But I would, I would argue that it's our turn to be the incarnation, incarnation of Jesus. It is our turn with the Holy Spirit inside of us. We have nothing less than Jesus himself right here. And 1 Corinthians says, but the person who was joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So we have this opportunity now that we get to be the incarnation of Jesus to the world. Man, there's so much more I could say. And what's crazy is we haven't even gotten to Jesus being born. I encourage you all this season, look at the scripture differently. Allow him to move. Jesus, before he left us, before he ascended, he said this. Let's go to Matthew 28. Many, Many of us have heard this, but I, but I want to look at it with like deep lenses today. I want to look at it like we're at the eye doctor. And he's zooming in as far as he possibly can. Let's look at this and enjoy the words of Jesus. Jesus came and he told his disciples, this is Matthew 28, 18. He came, he came and he told his disciples, you, you have, have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands that I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. He, he says, says that he has given, given us all authority, authority on heaven and on earth. 
And then that, what, what are we supposed, supposed to do with that, that authority? Go, go and make disciples. Teaching them to obey my commands. What do we see about Zachariah? What do we see about Mary? They were obeying God's commands, which put them in a position to be used by God. That's why this is important. Teaching them to obey my commands. Be sure of this. I'm with you always, even until the end of the age. You know what this verse did not say? Verse 18. You are weak and have no power. Therefore, go and attend church every Sunday. Maybe, Maybe volunteer, volunteer and tithe. And invite others so your pastor can share the good news with them and, and hope that they get saved. And be, and be sure, sure of this. I am always withholding myself from you because of your sin, even until, until the end of the age. That's, that's not what this says. That's, that's how we live. live. You know what, what this says? says? It says you have authority. You know, you know what this says? says? It says to make disciples. More, more importantly, if I, if I could say more importantly, maybe that's, that's sacrilegious. These are his words, not mine. <laughs> but, but I think more importantly, he says this, I am with you always. Always. Not, not sometimes, but, but always. He gave us authority. And he's with us in that authority. He tells us to go make disciples. And he is with us in the making of disciples. And he says this, I am with you always. We are never called just to attend church on Sundays. We are called to go and make disciples. I'll finish with this. In this birth story, we see many elements of life, of life that we often neglect about this Christmas story. We neglect the fact that shame would have come with Mary and Joseph's pregnancy. We don't look at the punishment of Zachariah and that punishment can be involved for us not trusting in the Lord. I didn't read this, but birth also, this birth also comes with fear because they had to flee because, because the king wanted, wanted to kill every child because, because he was so scared of a king rising up above him. And so, so he kills all the children, and, 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 and Mary and Joseph have to flee with baby Jesus to protect his life. There's fear there. There's the slaughtering of children. There's death that came with this. We have, we have to, to understand that we are on a mission from God that is hard. We are, we are on a mission, mission from God that is hard. We, we see punch after punch after punch take place here. But with, with each of these horrible things that came with Jesus' birth, they all came for the purpose that ultimately this birth would bring salvation and redemption. Ultimately, this birth would lead to death so that, so that we, we could, could have, have life, life and life to the full. His, His birth ultimately brings us to a place where we can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Because, because of Jesus' birth, birth, we can go and make, make disciples. disciples. We, we can devote our, our lives to him. Can I just say, say um, this, this might, might be weird, weird but I don't, I don't know if everybody knows, knows this. Tyrone is actually the only full-time paid member of this, of this church's, church's employment, employment staff. 
And there's, and there's only, only like two, two other part-time people. people. So, so everyone you see who comes, comes up here and serves or, or teaches or preaches, more than, than likely isn't, isn't making a dime off of your, your tithe money. More, more than, than likely has, has a full-time full job. job. More, more than, than likely has, has a family. family. We're, We're still, still called. It's, it's not, not just, just the guy, guy who gets the paycheck, paycheck because, because we're generous enough to maybe give 10%. It's, it's not, not that. We're, we're still called. If, 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 if the, the words in scripture were only for the person getting paid, the scripture would have been a lot shorter and only given out to a select few. few. But, it's but it's for all of us. These, these words are for, for all of us. We are, we are all called. called. And, and the, the best, best part is, the best, best part about the church is that, that we get to do it together. together. Man, it's, it's so faith-giving when I come to Monday then on a Monday, Monday night at 6.30 and I sit in the lobby and I get to hear what the Lord, Lord is doing in someone's life. life. It's, it's so life-giving even when somebody, somebody talks about the pain that they're going through and we get to come alongside them. Recently, we had a guy on Monday who's like, I'm going, I'm going through it and I don't know what's next. I can't figure this out. out. The Holy Spirit gave me word that, that, that guy needs to, that guy needs to fast for seven days. days. So, so we call the guy out and say, you're going to fast. You're going to see the look on his face. No. no. <laughs> seven, seven days, no food, you're out of your mind. mind. I barely trust God as it is. And then the Lord gave another word. And we're going to do it with you. You're going to go seven days. I'll be honest, I can't, but I can go one. And he can go one. And, and he can go on, and we, we can pass, pass the baton and come, come alongside you when you're, you're doing what the Lord has told you to do. And so, and so that's, that's what happened. This man decided, I'm going to do, do it because what's, what's seven, seven days when, when, when life sucks? <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, and so, and so he, he says, says okay, okay, I'll do it. it. And, and then, then us men, we're in a group chat, and we're texting, okay, man, I've been going with you. How are you feeling? What's going on? Cool, I'm handing it off to this guy. The next guy comes in. All right, I'm doing this. Let's go. And what started happening is one man would say, hey, wife, I'm fasting for this guy at church. Cool, I'm going to join you. And now we have wives fasting. And then, and then we, we have, have one guy who says, hey, to, to his, his workers, workers, like, I'm not, I'm not getting lunch today, like, we're not going to do it, I'm fasting for this guy. guy. Cool, let, let me join you. you. And, and next thing you know, we have, we have all these people not eating food, and, and instead choosing to allow Jesus to move in their life, and coming alongside one another. We get to do this together because of the Holy Spirit, because of the help of the Holy Spirit. That same Holy Spirit that was involved in these very births, that same Holy Spirit that was there jumping in the woman before she even gives birth, that same Holy Spirit that lived in Jesus at his baptism, and that same Holy Spirit from the day of Pentecost is in all of us. We're connected. We're connected. I'm, I'm believing the Lord is going to give you guys words, and he's, and he's not, not even going to have to tell me, and I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to feel it. I'm going to have the evidence of that in my life because that same Holy Spirit is communicating to each one of us. We can't neglect the Holy Spirit this Christmas season. He's involved in every aspect of it, and if it's just for Christmas too, we're doing it wrong. So let's step forward. Let's do this together. And ultimately, let's, let's, let's understand this. We get to go and make disciples and love people because Jesus came to us first. And we get to go in the power of the Holy Spirit. Will you stand with me? 
Thanks again for listening to this message at Rivers Church. We'd love to have you subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. To learn more about what's going on in the life of our church community, check us out at riverschurch.co. I pray that this week you would walk in the power and the presence of God. Thanks for joining us.